1: Thanks for listening in today on another edition of Green Talk Radio from GreenLivingIdeas.com. This is Sean Daly, Editor-in-Chief of Green Living Ideas. And today I have with me Steve Alfaro, who is the Builder Development Manager at Velux. Steve, welcome. Hey, Sean. Thank you. So you guys deal with a category, which we've talked about on this program before, which is uh, daylighting. Though I think your major product, if I recall correctly, is, is skylights themselves. Correct. Okay. So, but that falls into this broader category of daylighting, and, and that has, I think, both really a lot of health implications for people in terms of natural daylight in, in the home. And so we wanted to have you on today to talk a little bit about that. Um, starting from the beginning, can you tell us some of the benefits about why, why we'd want to bring daylight into a house and why this is such a big uh, off-the-scene topic these days?
0: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the main thing, there's several key product features that are built into the skylights that kind of bring to mind things like energy efficiency, Uh, and natural ventilation, which VELUX really stands for ventilation and light, and that's been our premise from uh, our beginning 60-plus years ago. So essentially we've been doing those same concepts in all of our products that we've manufactured throughout the years. So daylighting, first of all, is important because it's free, and it's uh, using natural light instead of electrical lighting. Everybody feels more connected with natural light, and you see that even in in restaurants or, or anywhere when you're out and about. People tend to try to get towards daylight, so that's what we try to bring to a home. Uh, From there, you know, there's all kinds of efficiency mechanisms that are built in in the production of the skylight to help control the amount of light and the, you know, any heat gain that would be associated with top lighting or skylights. Okay. So there's all kinds of thermal benefits as well built in, you know, to the products.
1: Okay. So skylights, I mean... There 's other choices I think, and i 'm curious to hear the difference between them i know there's there 's you know things called roof windows and then and then there 's these things called sun tunnels and Can you kind of explain the difference for our audience of each of those
0: between Certainly each of those? Uh, We define two main product groups, skylights and roof windows differently. skylights uh, have been on the scene perhaps. Uh, on the United States side of things, because in our style of construction, it's typically top lighting overhead out of reach. So we defined skylights being those products that would be placed primarily out of reach, uh, and you would utilize them for natural lighting and perhaps sometimes ventilation. Whereas our definition of roof windows started back in the 40s with our first uh, creation, which was a product designed for kind of a bonus room, what we would describe as a bonus room or loft attic space, Uh, that would be in reach operation, and you would also use for egress purposes, for means of escape. So that would be the main difference between what we defined as a roof window and a skylight. And then beyond that, uh, tubular skylights, also oftentimes out of reach, uh, designed for different purposes, different areas of the home. And, and those are the ones, correct me if I'm wrong, they have the mirroring inside to sort of carry the, the light down? Is that That's the, right. There's a reflective property designed on the inside of the tubing, the rigid tubing that allows that light to more or less uh, reflect down to the lower surface of the ceiling lens, which uh, then would illuminate the uh, rooms below, hallways, internal bathrooms, that sort of thing. Okay.
1: And, and are you guys providing products in each of those categories Absolutely. Okay. All right. So I'm curious about, the, we talked a little bit, I mean, about the health effects. Obviously, there's health benefits. I think most people would accept that, that getting natural daylight to you <laughs> is a good thing, um, and there's been studies about absorption of, you know, vitamin D and then, of course, seasonal affective disorder, things like that. Um, on, on sort of the, the energy efficiency side, natural daylight reduces the amount of artificial light required and so that, which means less burn on you know energy in the, in the home do, do you have any studies or anything that you can point to or dollar amounts or dollar figures that, of the correlation between those two or how how important it is in terms of a green
0: home builder or a remodeler in putting in natural daylight Sean, that's really a, a very tough question to answer, uh, quite frankly, because there's so many different variables that will change the result. And you know, for instance, just given a different climate zone, there's uh, you know, the Energy Star recognizes four different climate zones. So, an application of a skylight in the northeast compared to something in the desert southwest, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're looking at different performance uh, standards or requirements, and we would recommend different products for those different settings. Right. But well, that's um, a
1: fair answer. You know, obviously, uh, there is going to be uh, variances, but I guess suffice to say that if you aren't getting natural daylight and you have a very dark room, it's going to take that much more lighting to bring it up to snuff as it were for somebody who's inhabiting that room.
0: That's right. And I think the the thing to remember is people are looking at uh, skylights and roof windows as a solution to a problem, and that is, you know, uh, there's in many cases no other way to bring that light into the to the home. And we often recommend when we're meeting with specifiers that they plan uh, based on the application, whether it's, uh, you know, a west-facing application or exposure. Uh, you would consider, you know, limiting the amount of skylights that you would use in that room. Something on the north face you need to consider certain times of the year where you may not get adequate lighting, and you need to make further considerations. So it's all about Planning, education, and knowing what your obstacles are, what you're working with, and then you can determine the size and scope of the project. You know that would involve the size and scope of skylights.
1: Yeah, I was just to say similar to solar energy photovoltaic installations, it's the same deal. I mean, we're talking about the sun and daylight, so you have to plan exactly. out.
0: Yeah. That's why you know we do have quite a you know a diverse group of individuals out there that are various levels of expertise meeting with uh, specifiers and and trade professionals regularly just to you know look at each project on an individual basis.
1: Sure. Now, g- given that these products you know come in through the roof. Uh, and are installed into the roof. One of the things that you hear, which is I'm sure, somewhat a misnomer in some cases, is or or at least a concern that people have is about uh, with an existing building, is putting them in and you know the the possibility of roof leaks. And there are, you know people out there say, oh, don't do it if it's you know if it's not new construction or tear down remodel, don't do it because you're going to have roof leaks. Can you talk to that for those people that have that concern or have heard that concern?
0: Absolutely. I think part of that um, has been a generational gap uh, where, unfortunately, skylights that were originally... Uh, placed back in the 40s, 50s, 60s uh, really didn't have the longevity built into them, obviously. Uh, Technology has really come a far way, just like you would recognize with any vertical window, door. Uh, Same applies to skylights. So, you know, it's important to know that while you can have the top quality in the industry in your products, it really does boil down to who's installing the skylight. And that goes whether it's new construction or remodeling or do-it-yourself. Um, we certainly have a, uh, a strong warranty to protect our products and to protect the integrity of those products once you've taken ownership. But it's also important to do your research, your due diligence, and uh, find those reputable people out there that will stand behind their installation of the skylights.
1: Right. Uh, absolutely. I understand you guys design your products to to diminish the environmental impact. So I'd like to hear a little bit
0: about that. Absolutely. I think the you know the biggest thing to know is we're always looking at ways to improve you know the products that. Are out there that we 've designed and had around for years um, one of our you know, main emphasis has always been you know energy efficiency, as I stated earlier, and sustainable manufacturing practices we're you know, always looking to improve and, and do so in, in an environmental policy. so we actually have one and it 's designed to really lessen the impact created by um, our company and its products and it covers all areas of our process from you know the raw materials to the production methods. And all of our properties in the manufacturing side of things are emissions-free, and all of the materials used in the manufacturing process are non-hazardous, and that's just the way we go about operating to ensure that, you know, for instance, using water-based finishing products so that uh, they're safer disposal and reduce the potential VOCs released into the environment. So that's a great example of what we try to do and have done in our practices for over 25 years Mm -hmm. here in the States. Mm -hmm. How about the material
1: composition of your typical product? And I'm sure it varies depending on the product, but what is a typical material composition and where, where do you draw those materials from? Can you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Well, we again, it's kind of a loaded question. Our manufacturing takes place here domestically in Greenwood, South Carolina. Uh, We also have uh, a much larger international operation in Europe. So, a lot of our components can come from both sources, but a lot of the components are here domestically, which include our main components of wood, glass, and aluminum. Um, In fact, uh, roughly 95% of the aluminum product that we use, it comes from recycled materials. Uh, so that's one example. Okay. Uh, the glazings that we use uh, are provided to us by uh, Cardinal Glass, and uh, you know they have the same set of standards when it comes to the recycling of their materials, raw materials coming in, which is real important to us. And then, as far as wood is concerned, uh, there's a lot of uh, naysayers out there, you know, that talk about, well, is it coming from ins- uh, 100% certified forests, et cetera? And I can I honestly say that we do our best to find those wood products uh, from those certified. Uh, suppliers, but I can't speak to a lot of the specifics because I'm not on the uh, procurement side. However, we do our best uh, both domestically and internationally to identify those types of sources.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, fair enough. Um, So, is there anything else that you can tell us uh, about what you're doing, VALIX is doing as a company to green your manufacturing process?
0: Well, as I mentioned earlier about this policy, we really look at ways to, you know, starting from the raw materials and going into production, we strive to not generate any waste from all materials that are used in our products and, uh, you know, either using them in our primary products or through secondary processes. For instance, our wood process, we use laser scanners, Uh, and optimizing software to detect defects in the wood. And by doing so, we can eliminate or really uh, cut back on waste. And what small amount is left on the wood process uh, is reused in the community, uh, for instance, as wood chips for animal bedding, as one example, and even sawdust for fuel as another. And that's all, uh, you know, recycled locally in the Carolinas where our operation is. Okay. So
1: tell us we've had some other guests on this program before including vendors as well as green builders that and remodelers out there that that work with these types of products daylighting products and skylights and such and sun tunnels and I'm just curious can you tell us how you guys as Velux as a company differentiate yourself I can't even talk today differentiate yourselves from your
0: competitors in the market? Yeah, I appreciate you asking that. I think um, you know one thing that people have, have read and seen about us is uh, the fact that we're considered the world leader in skylights and roof windows. And we really don't throw that around except to say that we've been doing it for a long time. We've been in operation for over 60 years, starting in Europe, uh, and and uh, over 25 years here in the states. We offer homeowners the broadest range of daylight management systems, which really includes our watertight flashings, along with manual, electric, and solar-controlled sunscreen accessories, really giving them the ability to choose based on what's best for their application. Um, In addition to that, we offer up to five different styles of low-E squared coated glazings, um, each designed to meet the needs of the individual local codes. And we even offer now electronically tentable sage glass that offers maximum control of the light and the heat with the simple touch of a button. So you can see just by hearing the different uh, array of products and accessories that we offer, we're very serious about providing the consumer that ultimate control of their environment in their home so that they're comfortable. I can attest to that, uh, and I,
1: this is part of the full disclosure I like to always have on this program, too, uh, and there are no coincidences. I mean, certainly I wanted to talk to you guys because I've dealt with your products before, but we had a, we had a builder. I, I didn't make the choice personally because I didn't really know much about different product choices in this category, and you know, as you tend to do, you rely on your builder to make good choices for you, but he, he's a big fan. Uh, the guy, uh, Tim, who did our remodel, uh, chose Velux for all of the um, the skylights that we wanted to put into our home during the remodel, and well it 's been great I mean we really love the uh, i can say personally we love the the remote controls and being able to basically touch one button and have all of them open I'm, and that 's they may be a standard feature but it 's nice because you don 't have to sit there and hold the button down and back to generally to the skylights, one of the things in terms of energy efficiency that we 've found. Uh, you know, to make our home greener is a practice of opening all the skylights at night to let the cool air in, and then trapping it first thing in the morning. Uh, and of course, we do that with the doors too, but it's a little bit safer and more secure with doing it with the skylights. And it makes a huge difference for us in term we, we, we don't have to worry about cooling in the house uh, throughout most of the day. Whereas I go into other people's homes, and you know, they're very warm at the same time of day. Uh, so that's just a little tip for anybody out there who's
0: got either has skylights or is thinking about getting them. That's that's great that you mentioned that, Sean. That's one of the things that, um, you know, aside from the energy efficiency aspect, I think natural ventilation is important when you're talking green and, and common practices, although not in every part of the country you can really take advantage of that. Uh, but that's what you're describing, uh you know, experts have, have identified as the chimney effect, and it's, you know, obviously been around for years and years. But essentially uh, utilizing that skylight in combination with uh, your vertical windows and doors you can remove that hot, stale, you know, excess heat and moisture that lingers there in the ceiling almost instantaneously just by opening up the skylights. There's, um, yeah, there's only a few
1: days a year where that, doesn't, that trick doesn't work for us. And, I'm, you know, I'm sure a lot of people know the trick, but I've been, I'm surprised at how many people are surprised when they come and maybe stay at our house or friends we tell about it. They're like, oh, wow, it's a great idea. I never thought of that. So in California, it works really well. It's a good trick. Certainly. So my last question for you today, because we're running out of time, I wanted to ask you about any educational programs or efforts or anything you guys are doing as a company, both in terms of uh, energy efficiency and green building or, or, you know, the benefits of natural daylight. What kind of educational programs and information are you guys making available, if any?
0: I appreciate you asking. Uh, We do uh, daily try to offer education to new and existing trade partners, uh, you know, that are involved in green design and planning. Uh, It may be uh, a presentation or training segment that we would provide to specifications uh, or, you know, specialists, architects, designers. And while we're working with them, we're also trying to work with their builder partners, again, in new construction and in remodeling, to try to help educate on perhaps the misconceptions of skylights and really how we fit into the equation. Um, We try to provide some of these resources also on our website and uh, certainly through PR information that we work with our um, trade partners, print media, that kind of thing. And doing trade and consumer shows also uh, really helps us get that communication to uh, consumers. Right. Okay, great. So, Steve,
1: is there anything that's coming up in the future that you can share with us in terms of future green initiatives?
0: Well, Sean, I appreciate you asking. We're um, also considered one of the world's leading providers of solar water heating systems, um, primarily offered throughout Europe today. These systems are easily integrated into both new and existing homes, and they typically can provide up to 70% of the home's hot water heating requirements, from what I'm told and that could have a huge impact on uh, energy bills and on the environment. So we're real excited, and I'm hoping to share more specifics on that in the future on how we're going to be offering these products domestically. So thanks for asking. Yeah, I wasn't aware you guys were in that market as well. It is something new and something that we haven't spoken much of, but it is, um, as we speak, we're we're working on development with this. Well, I just
1: want to remind everybody that you can find out more about Velux's products at www.veluxusa.com. My guest today has been Steve Alfaro, who is the Builder Development Manager for Baylux. Steve, thank you so much for being on the program with us today. Thank you as well, Sean. Thanks as always to everyone listening in today. Remember, for more free on-demand podcasts, articles, videos, and other information related to living a greener lifestyle, visit our website at www.greenlivingideas.com. We'd also love to hear your comments, feedback, and questions. Send us an email at editors at greenlivingideas.com
0: Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com